Yo, what's up, everybody? I am Marks McDuffie. I'm the owner of Ion Trading and the host of the Live Love Lip podcast. And I'm honored today to be joined for the first time by my head coach and co-host today, Sean Clifford. What's up, Sean? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Good to uh, see you over the interweb. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm excited to kind of have you on here for today. And I think it'll, um, you know, like we talk to so many of the members in you know, a different way at times. So just bringing both of those perspectives as well as you know, yeah. the now at this point, like 20 plus years that we've had in this industry and kind of yeah. start to share that with some of the peeps. So, um, yeah, today, uh, the thing that kind of inspired our talk was uh, last week I was talking to a newer client and this lady comes in and, you know, she hasn't worked out in years. Um, yeah. You know, like her, she's uncomfortable with the way that she feels, the way that she looks. And so we get through all the parts about, you know, the workout and her starting up. And she starts to get real nervous. She's like, oh, how much should I eat? And like, do I get calories? And, she, you know, I see her get really tense. And, um, you know, I, the thing I told her was, hey, like at the beginning, I just need you to start working out, you know, like yeah. cover the rest later. Um, but I just need you to start working out because if I give you too much right now, it's just going to overwhelm you. So I think what I wanted to do on today is just kind of dive into um, one, how like counting the actual calories it's helpful, but it may not be the best thing, especially for the people we work with. And right. then to kind of get into, hey, what are some of the things that we can do that that'll be as helpful for our listeners yeah. that aren't counting calories, right? So yeah. 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 You know, I think it's a great, I think it's a great topic. Um, you know, I, I definitely have personal experience not only working with the amazing clients that we work with, but also in, in myself. I mean, I had my own pretty pretty big weight loss journey. I went from about 315 at my heaviest 320 to about, um, you know, weighed in about 202 the other day. Um, that's obviously before I have some good uh, holiday meals and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I think that part of the dad joke, but I, I think that the way that I really approach it is just making it digestible, you know, um, in, in the way that life is always going to want to throw you off course and kind of how you prepare for that and prepare for success in those chaotic moments are really the not make or break, but the difference between keeping the momentum that you've created and, and kind of getting to that life that you want to and kind of sliding back into the bad habits that, that you have been in. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing that I personally used for myself and also that I've encouraged clients to use and, and they've seen success with is um, finding things that you're comfortable with. You know, I think that, Oftentimes, like new diets, new eating plans, it can be so much new. Like you said, if you're pairing that with working out for the first time in a while, too, it's just too much. You know, it's it's not a, a recipe again, Dad, for success. You know what I mean? So for me, what I found was find the things that I'm doing well already and then just accentuate those or, or make them bigger. So like when I first started my weight loss journey, one of the things that I was good on was getting protein in. Right. So I was like, OK, um, instead of going out and buying five pounds of celery and juicing for two weeks and not knowing what to do, I'm going to take the thing that I'm already good at and then just tweak it a little bit to be in service to my goal. Um, so for me, like I had a good time in ingesting protein. I like. And so it was like, OK, so I'm eating ribeyes right now. Maybe if instead I just go to a sirloin instead, 
I don't have to do that much mental energy and I'm already closer to my goal because I've already cut down some fat, some of the proportions, right? It's a leaner cut of meat. And, and I think simple, that's just one strategy. Again, kind of an example um, of, of ways that you can take things you're already doing and then just align them to the goal that you want to kind of pivot to slowly and sustainably, you know? Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think, um, you know, like that whole idea too of, you know, because that really encapsulates this whole thing of don't, you know, start with taking away, start with yeah. adding more, right? Like even yes. when we did, um, you know, all the nutrition coaching programs, like the first right. lesson was protein at every meal, right? And yeah. that's because it gets people in that idea of like, hey, I need to actually add more, right, right. to what I'm doing, add more to what I'm eating. And that's yeah. really driving me in the same direction. And I think, you know, that right there is kind of the same thing of, hey, like, what am I doing right now that's really, really great or that I'm proud of? And how do I like, you know, leverage that to get even more out of it before I then look at the things I need to change or adjust or get rid of, you know, I think that's um, a great starting point because it really puts it in the place of every person right now is actually probably doing something well, even if it doesn't feel like you just have to find that and maximize that. Right. Um, And I think it's, it's so easy, especially in in the industry that we work in, it's so easy for, and there's different reasons to this and we won't get into that maybe another podcast it's so easy for people to say everything you're doing is wrong you need to throw it all away and do everything the way that i say to do it and i think that first and foremost like being dogmatic in in your fitness journey is just never going to serve you like there's no one way to do things it's not this or that it's usually a blend of both and you're doing good things right now right you're a living, breathing human who's balancing family, career, all this other stuff. Like there's so many amazing positives to be proud of. Um, and like I said, I guarantee you, we can find one, two, and probably way more than that, if I'm being honest, of things that you're doing the right way. Um, and, and to that point, like when things get crazy, is it going to be easier for you to do the things that you're doing or to start something brand new? Because again, we're creatures of habit, fitness and, and weight loss at the end of the day, it's all habitual, you know, and, and if you can take the habits that you're doing already and not relearn a bunch of other new ones, again, it just makes the barrier to entry so much easier and you don't have to beat yeah. yourself up, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's a, I think that's a good point. Cause I think there definitely is a lot of um, like with people trying to stand out in the industry or, you know, people like, you know, people trying to make money, they sometimes right. make it seem like, Oh, like doing keto is the only way to do it. Right. Yeah. And then people get into this, you know, like you, they'll be like, let's say the person is a square and the person that's giving them information is a circle. And it's like, Hey, like you keep trying to run into this circle and you keep failing. And then you go, Oh, well, like, I'm just not disciplined enough. I can't do this or I'm not. And it's like, no, like you set yourself up from failure from the start. And I've, you know, I've, I've even, you know, had clients frustrated because they'll come to me. It's like, you just tell me exactly what to eat. I'm like, very general overview habits. Yeah. Like, well, how much should I eat at this and this? And, you know, like, so what should I do? And I'm like, yeah. I can't tell you that because, you know, like it's going to be so different from person to person. That, like yeah. what the advice that I gave for someone on very like specifics may set you up for complete failure or may not be foods you enjoy. And then, you know, that may leave you feeling a state of, you know, not feeling proud or feeling like you can make progress because you couldn't get down into my minutia that I gave you. You know, and right. I, uh, my box. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's and, the point. 
Yeah, and I think it brings up a great point that, that we talk about, which is this idea that has become kind of very big in, in the industry and in, in popular culture, which is um, the idea of like counting calories, right? Um, and I think, again, counting calories are a tool. They can't be a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, again, it's not sustainable. Um, if you have a 10-hour day of going to pick the kids up from soccer, coming home, making meals, doing all this stuff, like if you have the time to pull out a scale and weigh things to the gram, like that's amazing. Like that's a really high level of commitment. And I, and I don't think, again, a lot of people are in the position to be successful in that place. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think that, again, with counting calories, it's it's a means to an end. Right. It's not it's not the end all be all. Um, do I think understanding portion sizes are important in re-educating how you see food? Of course, right? Um, but again, like the idea behind dieting is that you want to be able to enjoy food and enjoy life, right? And take everything in moderation, yeah. you know, and, and getting yourself back to a place where you feel comfortable, confident, and aware of what moderation looks like is the reason why a lot of people count calories. But that point is usually left out. <laughs> you know, because if you're going to somebody, like you said, for a weekly breakdown of what what macros, you're on the hook, you're on the cycle, and you don't ever get to develop the the beautiful independence that comes with understanding your unique body, your unique physiology, and how you can kind of create your own path with food, you know? Yeah. And I think if we really look at, you know, like, what do people want? Or like, what's the goal of, you know, counting calories, right? Like, I think it all comes down to, you know, like one, like developing. And I, so I'll, I'll step back and say this. Um, some of these things that I'm about to say, I think are the most important thing for someone who is looking for, um, you know, like weight loss, body recomposition, fat loss, even adding muscle, right? And they are being conscious of what I'm putting into my body, right? If I track everything, I'm being conscious of it. I'm prioritizing the right things to put in my body. So I can't just, you know, let my fat go to 700 grams and my proteins at five grams. So I'm right. trying to prioritize the right things. And I think the last one that people are looking for just to avoid eating, you know, eating above what they need to hit for their goals. Right. right. And, um, and that's why like calorie counting is what gets put out there. Cause it does those things. Yeah. I think the problem is when, yeah, like you said, like we take out that, um, that like, just because that tool works, it doesn't mean it's the only tool to get those big three, right? Like right. some people that are listening to this right now, they may like scoff and go like, oh, like I actually love counting calories. Like I haven't missed a MyFitnessPal update in six years. Hey, I, yeah. I love that, right? Yeah. Continue to do that. But I think it is important for us to also, you know, expose our clients to the people we work with to the fact that there are other tools. So I guess, um, yeah, talked about this a bit, like at the beginning. Um, but yeah, for you, like, um, I know you mentioned like adding on top of what you're already doing. But are there anything else that you know was a successful tool for you during your journey of weight loss, or even now that you think? Maybe yeah, you know, I, I think for me, the biggest kind of tip or trick that that I found was just again getting really, really clear and concise about what your goal is, right? Because that'll that'll kind of put your mind in the direction that you need to go. So, for instance, I had a goal to lose weight, right? Um, and I know that there's a million things out there 
right? I think the biggest thing is, and we talk about this a lot with clients is like the best program is the one that you do, you know? And, and I think that that's where you start, right? It's trying a bunch of things, not being afraid to say, Hey, this doesn't work for me. Because again, if you just bang your head into the wall over and over and over again, it, it, it loses the incentive for you to want to do the thing, right? So if you're on a restrictive diet where you have to eat 500 calories a day, good luck, you know? Um, You're not going to like it. You're not going to like yourself. You're not going to like your family. You're not going to like working out. You're not going to like anything. Um, And I think for me, the point that I'm getting to is that I just tried a lot of different things. And then when I found the thing that worked, I stuck to it. Hmm. And that being said, like weight loss, if it is a habit, like we said, that's our initial kind of idea, our thesis is like the sum total of days that you do it is always going to outweigh the days that you don't, you know what I mean? So uh, for me, it was like getting back on track. And if I had seven days in a week, right. And I ate to the best of my abilities for five of those days and two of the days life got crazy. I went off track. I gave myself the grace to just start back up on Monday, Yeah, you know? Um, so that to me was like the best strategy is cause life does get crazy and what these macros and micros and everything in between don't take into account is the human element of, of weight loss and diet, which is stress and emotions and, and all these other things. So, yeah. you know, it's not about doing one thing. It's about creating harmony through all the different parts of what you do, diet, fitness, emotional, you know, family, all that stuff, and and just doing the best you can with the circumstances you're given. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, just to touch on that point again, and to really drive that home is that um, calorie counting may work for you. And if it does, like, do it. Yeah. Same time, if it doesn't work for you, don't feel like, you know, the (laughs) problem is you. Right. Like, there is no hope. So I think, with that, what I'm what I would do on this next one is just to touch on um, that point again of like the best thing is the one that works for you and to start there, right? Yeah. Kind of like touch on those um, those three points from earlier of just like hey, like being conscious, prioritizing, you know, eating the right things and avoiding overeating. And I'll kind of let you touch on those after. If there's anything else that kind of yeah. the mind from there, because I think um, for the first one for being conscious, you know, I, we could start here on it. For me, like. I, you know, I think that it's super helpful for a lot of people to just write down either there's two strategies for it that I like a lot the day before or like the night before you say, hey, like, I'm going to eat this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner. Right. Because it gives you that time, like you said earlier, to to kind of plan like, hey, what is going on tomorrow? Just tomorrow. What is going to plan? And that way I can also be flexible because there's a night where I'm going out with a bunch of buddies. I don't really yeah. care what my my fitness plan thing says. I might be yeah. a bit above or a bit below that day, right? So right. being able to like, but I want to be conscious of what's going in my body because that yeah. also is super important for, hey, like, I'm having an emotional day right now. Work is really hard. I'm really stressed out. I'm tired. I should just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to eat instead. You can say, oh, shoot, okay. Well, that wasn't on my plan, right? The other strategy I like a lot is that exact same thing, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, uh, retrospectively, you just write down what you ate that day because this whole thing of what is going in my body. Like so many people live this this unintentional life because things do get so busy um, that, you know, they just at the end of the day, they have no clue what they ate. I've done it myself. 
Yeah. Well, I think having that, for, at least for me, is a strategy that I've seen that helps people with that part of just being conscious and aware of what I'm even eating as a as a start point there. Um, are there any other techniques that you've kind of followed on? I think that's great. I think that, again, it's just about being intentional about like, what are you eating? Why are you eating it? When are you eating it? Right? Those three things really help. So, you know, if it's one in the morning and I'm waking up out of bed to go eat Ben and Jerry's, it's like, what am I eating? Why am I eating? When am I eating it? You know what I mean? And again, it's not too like you don't in the moment smack yourself with a ruler and call yourself bad. You know what I mean? Or chastise yourself. But it's just, again, it's understanding why and what you're putting into your body to your point. Right. Because I think the first part of any change is being aware of what you need to change. Right. And I think that goes back to the point, like a lot of people don't even know what they're eating through the day. So how are you expecting them to change it? You know, how are you expecting them to pivot from that? It's it's kind of a non-starter, right? Yeah. Um, if I say I want to work out, but I don't know what to do, it's like, that's why you come and find a coach that you trust so that they can help coach you. But at the same time, it's you developing the independence to understand your own body's impulses with food and eating, you know? Yeah, I think that's a, a good point, too, because it really does highlight, especially with the demographic we work with. Yeah. So a lot of people are, you know, they grew up in this very, like, diet heavy, be small as well. And yeah. now, like, food for a lot of our members is, like, a scary thing. And there's a lot of, like, tension and tightness and stress around that. And I think when we tell them to go from, you know, hey, you're not doing anything to, all right, you're going to get 150 grams. Like, the, <laughs> you see it. Yeah people 150 grams uh, or like eat like a, a pound for your body weight and then we see the comments oh my god i was getting like 30 how am i supposed to get to 150 so i really yeah, do, yeah like that piece of just like start with awareness just yeah. write down where you're at and then just kind of say hey like where could i make a small change so i think that's good for the first one i think then going into the second one here which is um prioritizing like putting more of the right and i i put right in quotations because it is all very subjective based off of what your goal is you know right. so uh but for sake of ease we'll say prioritizing the right things to put into your body um and for me an, an easy one i got this from um precision nutrition back in the day was just um you know hey at least for my ladies at least one fist size of protein for my dudes two fist sizes of protein and then some type of veggie or fruit with every meal like just yeah. to keep it that simple like if you look at your plate and you go i got some protein i got some veggie or some, mm -hmm. and that's primarily it for the most part you know like a lot of peeps will be fine yeah um and i think that's a great you know one of my big mentors and one of the the, the you know industry people i model my my career after is, is dan john and he says he has a great one he just says eat five different color vegetables in a day. <laughs> it's like so easy, right? Orange, green, yellow, and then it's like, or yeah, what's something else, right? So it's like, if you eat, you know, four or five different colors, you're covering most of it. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't need to be complicated of like, well, I need a radish at this time and I need an artichoke here. And it's just, you know, diversifying what you're putting in your body and then just having variety too, because then you don't get bored and sick of it all, you know? Um, again, to your point, like early on, I was like, what are the vegetables I love? What are the vegetables I hate? I'm not going to start forcing myself to eat kale if I don't like kale. How is that sustainable? I love Brussels sprouts. Okay. 
let's make some more Brussels sprouts today. You know, it, it's it's yeah. that easy. And then it just fits lockstep in what you're doing and you're not changing everything. You're just pivoting slightly, small little, you know, changes, right? Like you're steering a big ship. You're not going to go 30 degrees to the West. You're going to go two. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I will say too, I think that is helpful because um, I think for me at this point now with like how much I don't like thinking about things, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I eat basically the same like seven meals. Me too. Every single, not seven meals in one day, but just like seven yeah. meals. And granted, I don't have kids right now. So that's a huge change in there. But yeah, I think um, especially at the beginning, like, having that space to have some variety of like, Hey, like, let me try this meal. Let me try this. Let me try that. Right. Yeah. And seeing like, what are the staples that fit my lifestyle, my schedule and my taste, you know, yeah. and then you can kind of get into a nice little ease in that. Right. Which is another reason that, you know, very direct meal plans um, can at times, like people don't learn how to eat. They learn how to follow. Right. That, right. That's totally. a bit tough down the road as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. For the last one on there, uh, it's just avoiding overeating, right? So I think it is a very easy thing sometimes to to over um, to eat over the calories that your body needs for your goal. If your if your goal right now is to just build muscle and put on some you know muscle mass, um, which a couple of our clients do have that. Yeah. Um, this one applies a little less to you, but for our peeps that are in that like body recomposition or you know, like weight loss, fat loss, part of things. I think it, and I used to, oh man, I used to shit on it. I used to be like, cause people would come to me with this thing. And they'd be like, oh my God, Marcus, have you heard about intermittent fasting? Yeah. It's the magic pill. And I'd be like, God, you know, but. um, Give it five years, there'll be a new one. You know what I mean? So oh, there always will be. But I think as I've kind of like come around to it, I think that intermittent fasting can be a very helpful thing for people totally. because it takes out like you don't have to think as much right like i think what people shouldn't do when they think about intermittent fasting they shouldn't think that it is anything more special than something that says hey i was eating five meals because i had one meal at 10 o'clock yeah now i'm eating four meals and that just right. took off the calories from that last meal so i think yeah. the way that it should be done for those of you listening is Think about what time that you wake up and go to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. If you have meetings from 7 a.m. to 12 and you know you're going to be hungry as hell by like 10, don't say I'm going to eat from 12 to 8. Yeah. Smart, right? If you're someone who goes to bed early and you go to bed at 8.30, don't say I'm going to eat from 12 to 8 because that's what the little intermittent fasting website said. Right. Find the time, you know, eight yeah. ten hours that really fits well for your schedule for your like body's rhythms and then go there like for me if i try to work out without eating it sucks yeah for other people they hate it you know so it's just kind of um finding that and i think um oh i forgot my other point in there so we'll just skip it it'll come yeah. back it's important <laughs> that's that's great man i think that again it's just being intentional right and and again making it fit to your lifestyle like you said intermittent fasting is great but Make sure that it's tailored to your lifestyle, you know, and make sure that it works for you and try it. You know, yeah. if, if eating at eight doesn't work, then eating at nine and bringing it up an hour and at the end, it's not going to change the scientific or the, the results. It's just right. going to work better for you and make it sustainable. So, yeah, I think these are all great points. And um, I think taking any of them, all of them are really easy ways for you to get started today, tomorrow, you know, and just start doing it right 
there's no substitute for action. There's no substitute for showing up, you know? Yeah. Like the, and that's a good point on there too. Cause uh, yeah. sometimes like giving you, you know, advice or doing even like a podcast like this, like people hear, Oh my God, they just gave me five things I could do. Do one. <laughs> five. Yeah. Like maybe not even like, if you want to start with Sean's just like, look at what I'm doing right now yeah. and then go from there. Like that is money. That's it's perfect. more than you did yesterday, right? And it's one percent better than what you're gonna do tomorrow. So it's you're in the right zone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some of these things, like you can probably attest to this. You've, we've tried them at one point in our lives. Yeah. Absolutely sucked. Yeah. And we kept trying it, and then Mitch, we were like, hey, like maybe this thing isn't for me right now. And then yeah. years later, we bring it back, and it's like, oh wow, like this thing is actually really helpful now. So also their tools, you know, their tools and strategies. It's just like you wouldn't use a hammer to screw it, you know, put a screw in a wall. Like you, you, there's seasons for this stuff. And the idea is you have all these strategies that you can use that you're comfortable with, that you understand and that you're in control of. Yeah. You know, so that when life gets crazy, you pull this and put it here, you know? Um, and, and that's just, again, such a, a, a more holistic way to, to look at weight loss, fitness in life. Right. It's, yeah. there's not one thing that works all the time. There's not one thing that never works. It's like, everything works a little. It's just, how are you going to make it work for you? For you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, a last piece that, that just came up, as you said, the word holistic too. I want to, I want to make sure we address that with all these things, like the end goal in mind is more health, a longer and a more enjoyed life. Totally, man. Because always being in a state of trying to lose weight from fat loss is not a healthy lifestyle. It is not a lifestyle that prolongs your life. It is not a lifestyle that prolongs your enjoyment of everything. So our yeah. goal with all these strategies we've given today is to allow you to say, hey, like if I do need right now to lose weight yeah. for a health reason, I now have tools. But for a lot of our members, they get to a state of, hey, like, I really probably shouldn't lose any more weight. I probably am good right here. You know, would it be cool if I did lose, like, five more pounds and these jeans fit better? Yeah, maybe. Right. But also, like, I'm kind of in a state of maintenance right now. And yeah. these tools can also be helpful and adjusted in there. But just remember that the goal always, for us, at least at ION, is health and an improved and better enjoyed life. Right. That is the biggest one overall. So, yeah. Um, Sean, any like final uh, comments or tidbits for today? No, that's that's really it for me. I think that was great, man. I'm excited to do another one of these and uh, continue to talk about this stuff and and just kind of pull the curtain back and again, make this digestible to everybody and, and make it simple and would love to hear any comments and all that good stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, it was awesome yeah. to have you on. First podcast here with Sean. Yeah. For everybody that's listening, if you enjoyed today, uh, and you are a current member, please share this with someone else or just say, you know, just leave us a little comment, you know, let us know what you'd like us to cover next. And um, if you're not currently a member at ION, but you're like, wow, I like what they're talking about over here. Um, yeah, come on in. Below that you can click to get your um, first training session here with us to come check us out. So you can click on that bad boy and yeah, we hope to see you soon. So Mark, All right, everybody. See you soon. Cool. All right.